This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hey, it's Annie Grace. I hope everybody is doing awesome today. Um, So I have kind of an intense question, and uh, basically... Um, She writes in, she's like, Annie, I am so excited about everything a sober life has to offer. Specifically, I was reading about sober sex, and it sounds amazing. It really sounds great to have all of your senses and be present in your body. And I'm looking forward to that, especially how you describe it with, you know, additional orgasms and feelings and stuff like that. However, my husband is almost always drinking when we have sex. He's at least tipsy. And so... I don't know how to experience this with him because I'm so turned off by his drinking and even the taste of it grosses me out in his mouth. So do you have any advice on how I can get him on the same page to try this out with me? So what a great and vulnerable question. First of all, totally celebrate the vulnerability in that question because, oh my gosh, like so often we all have the same question and somebody's just too afraid to ask it and so i totally appreciate and celebrate that and it's it's such a great great question and for you guys you may or may not know my husband actually stopped drinking about a year after i stopped drinking so it was a very interesting time and i do remember you know like this i've heard it said that you know sober sex is great but sober sex when you're with somebody who's drinking is not so great and it there's variations of that, right? There's people who are drinking and you know that they're just not present anymore. So then that can really ruin it. Or somebody's just drinking and maybe they've just had one and they're still very present and they're not even really drunk or anything, but you just don't like it because you feel um, uncomfortable for whatever reason, which is totally valid and totally okay. I think that especially um, when we're thinking about this and we're thinking about how to have these conversations, I think that sex as a conversation in general is probably one of the most intense and vulnerable conversations you can possibly have with your partner. And I think it's loaded with our own insecurities. And so often we try to jump to what they need to do, how they can fix it and what they can do better. And I think that any type of defensiveness in this conversation is not going to get you where you want to go. And so I really like to look at conversations like this and and really any loaded conversation, any emotional conversation of like, what do I want the outcome to be? How do I want to feel and how do I want them to feel? And I think in this situation, you would want him to feel curious about being sober for sex, not drinking before sex. You would want him to feel curious about that and willing, right? And you would want to feel um, probably sexy and excited and, you know, willing. And I think if we have that frame before even going into the conversation, we can have a very different outcome because usually we just kind of plow ahead and we're like, well, I know I just don't want him to drink during sex. So I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say, you know, look, I, I'm really grossed out and I'm really turned off by the fact that you taste like beer. And if you think about that conversation through the frame of, well, how is that going to make him feel and how's it going to make him behave? The first thing he's going to feel is defensive. Even if you're right, even if he knows it, there's no way that somebody wouldn't feel defensive in that instance. 
And how do you behave when you're defensive? Do you open up? Do you get closer? Do you feel sexy? No, you feel closed. You back off, you distance, um, you try to manage your own emotions, but it certainly does not bring the two of you closer. So I would challenge you to architect a conversation that would bring the two of you closer and actually end up in the result of him feeling excited by and curious about it. And I think that when it comes to sex, the best types of conversations are the most playful types of conversations where you're holding it lightly, where you're making it flirty, where you are um, really overly complimentary and affirming about everything that is great. Uh, my really good friend and um, relationship expert, Stacy Martino, she says that in a conversation about sex, one of the things that you want to do is you know, if in a normal conversation, people need to hear seven good things to outweigh one negative thing, she like, she didn't say this, this is what I'm making up. Um, but I would believe that in a sex conversation, people probably need to hear, you know, 50 good things to outweigh one negative thing because of how vulnerable and defensive we can feel for anything negative. Um, and to that point, I might not even say anything negative the first time around. I might approach it in a completely different way of just talking about what you're excited about, what you're looking forward to, what you want to experience with him and what's so positive about it and leave out the, what you want him to change. I think he'll get the picture. So um, what Stacy says is, you know, back to Stacy is she says that, you know, these types of conversations just need to be absolutely filled with affirmations and what's great and if you come to it with that like this is what i love about being with you this is what turns me on this is what's so amazing this is what's so exciting and by the way you probably noticed i'm not drinking you know what i heard i heard that alcohol really affects your senses i'm super interested to try sex without alcohol because i i guess you can feel differently in all the places you know and just really approach it in this fun flirty, curious way, again, with the outcome of him being curious, him being excited, him being turned on, him being interested, and him being like fully affirmed and complimented, I think you'll get what you want from that type of conversation. So I guess to summarize from, you know, without architecting or scripting the conversation for you, because it's obviously your world and up to you. But to summarize, I would say that so often we plow into hard conversations with, okay, I know I need to say this. I know it's going to be hard, so I'm just going to rip the bandit off and say it. And we don't actually take the time to say, well, wait, how do I want the person I'm talking to to feel? And then what do I need to say to have them feel that way? And how do I want them to act? What is the outcome I want? And what do I need to say to have them act that way. And by the way, how do I want to feel? And what do I need to say or not say to ensure I feel how I want to feel? And how do I want to act? And then take your time. Be super intentional. I think that intentionality, intentionality literally needs to be to be really effective, almost to the point of awkwardness with stuff like this, at least the first time. And if you think about that, that's just true. Just to go on a tangent about how the human brain learns, you know, when you first learned to write the letter A, you had to be so intentional, it was awkward. And then eventually, now you can write a letter A without thinking. When you first learned to walk, you had to be so intentional, focusing so much, using all of your brain power till it's 
it was felt like awkward, you know, but now you can walk, no problem. You could probably run and jump and ride your bike and do all sorts of other things. But when we're learning a new skill, which is entering into a conversation like this, I would say intentionality in terms of even scripting out what you want to say, writing it out, planning the time, planning the space, making sure your energy is right, making sure his energy is right, making sure that you can hold it lightly, you know, to the point of being awkward is going to get you where you want to be because then you know you've really, really thought it through and you can have an awesome and beautiful conversation and have all the exciting sober sex you are looking for. Are you ready for a deep dive and truly lasting change? If so, you might consider my intensive program. It's a nine-week self-led program that you can do in the complete comfort of your own home, and it will truly transform your relationship with alcohol. If you want to learn more about this, go to thisnakedmind.com forward slash intensive. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.